Hi, I'm Kara Kilmer. I play Sylvie Brennan on Chicago Fire, and you are listening to Minas Amolis. gonna be all sunshine and roses but i can promise it's gonna be a hell of a ride Welcome to a special bonus episode of Meet Us at Molly's as a part of our coverage from the Chicago Heroes event this past weekend. Gina and I got to participate in a bunch of different meet and greets over the weekend with various actors from all three shows. The meet and greets were an hour-ish of Q&A style conversation, followed by time to take selfies with each star. We're bringing you the highlights of each meet and greet that we attended. This episode contains all of the highlights from the Flaming Trio meet and greet, which featured Joe Minoso, Yuri Sardarov, and Christian Stolte. Since we weren't able to get good audio of everyone saying their questions, I'm going to re-record their questions so that you can hear them clearly. I left the audio in of us asking our questions on the day of so that you know which were our questions. So without further ado, here are the highlights from the Flaming Trio meet and greet. Yeah, we only unfortunately have about, what, 45 minutes? We don't have enough time. So there's not enough time. Take a whole thesis to explain Uh, (laughs) But what are some of your questions about David Eichmann? Specifically. (laughs) Did you like Sex and the City? No. What about it? Uh, no, he did not. He did not care for it. Uh, uh, here, here's, here's a true story. Season, <laughs> season, <laughs> season one, a few episodes in, uh, Extra or one of those shows was at a, at a location where we were shooting, doing a little, you know, a little piece for their show. No, this is where Kara. Kara was already on the show. Was she? This is where her dad was busy. This is like season three. Ooh, wait, wait. Sex. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. okay. <laughs> right. I may be wrong about that. I can't remember where we were. But yeah, it was but like it's, around the stoops. Uh-huh. It's sort of a big, big uh, hospital. Yeah. Hospital or so they come up and they're asking David questions about uh, sex in the city. And then the subject kind of closes. They move on. And then we're all just sitting there. And then David asks us, in all earnestness, is it sex and the city, or sex in the city? <laughs> yeah, just sort of like, really he honestly sort of lost. Because he, no the guy that was on the show for six years, didn't know. <laughs> what was That's probably the most endearing moment of the day. <laughs> First and last. What do you love about Chicago Fire? I love that I met these guys. Yeah, so the company we keep is probably the best thing about it. Because mm-hmm. it, it is, so it, it is not to be a complainer. It is a hard show to make. Yeah, yeah. Hard, harder than most, I will say. I you think are. we are the we're probably the hardest working show on television. I, no, I'm not. I'm not it saying it sounds that. like a joke. It sounds like a joke. But it's because the equipment or the, the stuff. That's that part of it, absolutely. And the fact that we film here makes four months out of the year. Potentially like six, brutal. six months out of uh, yeah, what you're doing. And, you know, we're there all the... I mean, pretty much <clears throat> we all work pretty much every day, you know, because you'll see us in the background of scenes, reading a newspaper or whatever. So, you know, it, everybody's there. on any other show, if you were talking to characters who get as much attention as our characters get, which their schedule, which is not much proportionally, though their schedule would be pretty breezy. They would only be working on days when they're doing a scene. On our show, we're there in the background of yeah. everybody's scene. That's why I got Even into on PD, they split off into partners, and that means <laughs> days off. 
That means if your partnership isn't shooting, you have a day off. Right. And we're in this giant pack of people that all move together everywhere. Yeah. Which makes it go to Molly's now for the crew. Every time you watch, especially we have the we hardest, enjoy each other. We have the hardest working crew on television bar now. We have, we film twenty to twenty four episodes a year, and that's ten months. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and they work all day every day. They they're the there crew, an hour. Yeah. They're there an hour they're before the heroes, us, and they leave an hour after. So how long is the shooting day for you? Twelve to fourteen, 14 hours. hours. But and, and then when we get into a crunch, it'll go over. It's always the problem is, if we film what we have to film in 10 hours, then L.A. goes, oh, man, they're, they're going quick. Let's add more stuff to the day. You know, so we have to, we have to keep it pretty stagnant. It's the time version of if, you, if your department doesn't spend all of its budget, then their budget will get cut next year. Right. It's the time version of that. Sure. Um, so, yeah, we're not complaining. Any other questions? What is it like to film the crossovers with the other shows? I think LaRoy says it the best. It's like... You, uh, seeing all of those like crazy cousins at a family reunion that you only get to see once a year, mm-hmm. but you actually enjoy seeing, right? Uh, like, and it's like it, it's like that. Like, it's like it's especially when you're going. I think for us, because we were the first show, like before, because not to brag, we gave we're birth to an entire universe of shows. Um, <laughs> Uh, when you, we go to the other places, it's kind of like, hey guys, what's going on? You know, you just take easy to kind of take over yeah, the yeah, space yeah. and it's feel funny. like you're a little bit more. It's funny when they come on our set, though, you know, because they're. So I remember like the first, like our season two, PD season one, we had a lot of crossovers. Yeah, well, yeah. And they were just starting out. They didn't know how to act, and they're kind of quiet, like, okay, yeah, you yeah, know, I'll hit my mark and I'll get there. And now, four years later, it's like everyone's like, oh yeah, what's up, man? Good to see you. I'm actually surprised we get stuff done. I, 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 especially when it's like a, lot of a bunch of us, like when it's like two of us, like two full casts in a room. I don't know how they get anything. There's, there's a department, the uh, AD department, assistant director department. There's the first AD who is always kind of right there with the director and, and the guy doing most of the barking, you know, that, that you picture a director doing. He's the guy doing most of the communicating. Then there's a second AD, then there's a second second AD, and then there's a bunch of, that's a whole department. And a lot of what they have to do is wrangle us and get us onto set and get us off the set and say, okay, second team coming, first team coming, second team. So they're the people that are basically, when, when, when he's talking about, I don't know how anything gets done, they are the people charged with making us do what's we're supposed to do yeah. instead of just screwing around all day long. <laughs> and those, that department, there are a lot of young people that very quickly start to look like old people. <laughs> you don't want that job. That's a tough gig. It's a, it's a tough gig. Especially when it's like a scene at Molly's because Molly's is attached, like the way that they built the set is attached right to uh, Casey and Dawson's apartment. And so that is a very comfortable place oh, to hang out. it's a nice out. apartment any firefighter yeah, will ever have. <laughs> and so, like, we all kind of congregate there, and when they have the other cast there, it kind of just turns into, like, a jam session. Because, uh, like, um, Nick will bring his guitar, he'll bring his guitar, Jesse will bring his, uh, um, Kara has a ukulele that she brings around a lot. Jesse also like, plays violin, <coughs> which he shows up with once in a while. Yeah. It's very impressive. Yeah, that kid is an amazing musician. He's going to be so much. Nice. I think it's amazing. <laughs> Do you guys ever think you could live together in real life? Guess what? Guess what? Us two? Yeah. We did. 
Yeah. 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 Our first year, me, him, and Charlie played Mills. Lived all together, and that was a debaucherous year. We got charged a lot of money for the position we left the apartment in. Um, but we still say that wasn't our fault. Uh, we blame Lady Gaga's heels. Uh, and, um, uh, but yeah, I, and I was all game for doing it again. Like uh, beginning of season two, me and Charlie were like, "Let's get a better place. Let's find another one." And he was like, hey, "I'm out of here, you guys. I can't do this anymore." Uh, he said it was just because he, you know he never lived by himself. Really, it's because he couldn't stand to live with us anymore. Which I don't blame him. I don't blame him. No man, no way. Um, so all three of you, like none of your familial or romantic relationships on the show are really the focus, and like so those guest stars pop in and out of scenes like all the time. You know, like with Leon, for example, like the season we saw him for the first time in like three, three seasons, years, yeah. right? So is it hard for all of you, like when you have those relationships that are supposed to be so close to your characters, to create that chemistry with that actor because they're only here for like one scene, and it's then like we don't see them for not, when you're an actor, that is the job, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's so we get so right. weird benefit to actually know. I've known Amy, my wife, for over twenty years. Right. But that's a weird thing you can't count on. Right. So most of the time, you're. you're I, I've just casted a movie, for example, and uh, oh, this woman. No, I didn't. It's <laughs> hypothetical. Um, oh, oh, <laughs> you get a part in a movie, and then so and so is going to play your wife. Well, you, ninety-nine percent of the time, you won't know that person at all. Yeah. So that's just you know, once in a while we get to do what actors do. On our show, that's all we look at. That is, yeah, yeah, most yeah, most of the time it's a lot of extra work, a lot of background work, a lot of moving stuff from A to B, or just shooting uh, out a quick rejoinder, more like a stand-up comic. Yeah, than, yeah, than, than, than an action. Uh, so I say th those are the fun moments, yeah. Because anytime that we get something like that. In fact, how about this? How about this right now? Let's just demo this for me. This is a little free sample. A little free oh sample. Right, right. <laughs> yeah, this is what we're gonna do. This is what, <laughs> some of these things are just. By the numbers, these things we've done so many times, we know just how to do it. Guys, let's do a number 37, staring at the building with great concern. Ah, yes, okay. All right, now Casey Park something. There you go, cut. That is, that is. No, you can see that building. That building's on fire. Right, rushed in there, even though Bowden told him not to. <laughs> we don't know. We don't know which window to look at. He could be anywhere in there. He could come out the door. But we are staring at the building. Forty <laughs> percent of the last six years of my life. What was one of your hardest shoots or the hardest scene to shoot? Hardest. Hard how? I mean, they're hard in different ways, right? So it's like. Uh, some are more emotionally taxing, yeah. some are more physically taxing. Whatever you can remember, I, what was the... I had my very first sinus infection the day that the hospital exploded. And that was the most, one of the most miserable days of my life. Because I had to, I was like, I woke up and I couldn't feel my face and everything hurt. And I, and I was completely, like, I didn't know what was up and what was down and I had to go to work and, like, dig through rubble and find bodies and, like, you know, and look... At buildings with great concern, <laughs> and then they'd yell cut, and they go, oh, oh, I must have taken Sudafed. Yeah, like that is definitely because uh, you don't get a day off. You can't go, hey, I'm sick today. I can't come in. Yeah, you know, that's not an option. When Joe was when Joe was saying, um, what do you mean by hard? Hard in what way? I think on most shows, the act, the answer would be something like, 
Oh, the 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 scene where my son died uh, was one of the hardest days. Uh, just to yes. get through that scene and right. Right. for us, it's well, it was 28 below. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, we were out in this it was parking lot sideways, and we were down by the river. Yeah, uh, for 14 hours. So that was the hard. You know, that's usually what it is. It's we, literal physical suffering. We, <laughs> we have a rolling list of the hardest days ever. It, do you guys remember the bouncy house? There was like oh, oh the electric there was yeah. Like, yeah. yeah 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 like that the, the ground Ooh. was supposedly electrocuted. Oh, I can't uh, even see bouncy houses anymore. And we had to it. build this like ladder bridge oh. thing to get to the bouncy house. Uh, that it was you like would not think degrees was bad. That was a brutal, brutal, brutal. That's top five. Yeah, top five. Because you have to understand how taxing tedium can be too. On some days when we you're just out in the cold or the heat and just waiting, and you're wearing you're wearing the gear, and the gear, the the fire gear is built to insulate heat, and so nothing can get in and nothing can come out, and you are just you're a microwave basically, and and after you know and you're sweating, and and, the, and the, on those days I you don't pee once yeah. because you're you're sweating you're all eleven the, bottles of water, yeah, and you're sweating all the water out. The absolute worst day we've ever had, though. Do you guys remember when, and correct me if I'm wrong, but when Dawson jumps into the, uh, the clothing... Uh, oh, 40, yeah, sure. 47 lot. degrees below zero. Parking below lot. zero. The parking lot, she jumps into the donation bin because there's a woman in there? There's somebody else. There's somebody, a homeless person jumps into the donation bin, she jumps in, the, and we have to cut that person out, and Dawson out. Yeah, and that I, was I, when we had I, Jones in the truck, and yeah. she dropped, she dropped yeah. the cage yeah. yeah. off. Yeah. That was yeah. her last day, because um, uh, she chose it to be. Well, <laughs> that was the day that broke Jones. Uh, but I remember hopping out, and literally, it was the sleet was coming in like this, and it was just hitting me in my face. But I had a helmet on, and it was just like, what? You couldn't see because there was so much sleep. There were people so putting cold. up videos on YouTube that day of throwing cups of water in the air and it freezing froze instantly. It yeah, that we were working that day. <laughs> that, that was outside. Now, of course, somewhere in the city, real firefighters were out in that uh, untangling two wrecked cars or going mm -hmm, into a right, burning building right. and, 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 you know, lives were at stake. But so I obviously still we had say a that does not take away our right to complain. <laughs> there was a major factory fire that winter, and they had to put it out with hoses. And overnight, the building looked like, like Mr. Freeze's ice yeah, cast. Yeah, yeah. Like, you know, it was, that, was the, that was the craziest winter. Yuri, just off of when you were talking about like your sinus infection and that being like the hardest thing, which time that the hospital blew up are you referencing? Oh, good question. Good question. Uh, we blow up a lot of hospitals. We joke on our podcast time. all the time that like Med is the most unsafe hospital <laughs> in the US yeah. because it blows up every time. Well, you know, I also think once in a while I think, when's the last time we stabbed Herman? <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so which time were you referencing? The very first the first one, the big PD, the pig, the, the one that this was the med backdoor pilot, the, the, the marathon, the med backdoor pilot. Yeah, yeah, because then they end up building a new hospital, and that's what becomes Chicago. Okay, yeah, this is, this is our season three. Okay, Wait, okay, yeah, yeah, the yeah. Marathon bomb? no, that's the that's season two because 
No, wait, was it season two? Season two. Because yeah. there was also a hospital one. that blew up in the marathon. That was the one where right. we saved Dawson? Yeah, there's the yeah. marathon one, which is the first PD crossover, and then there's the backdoor pilot of Med, which is in your season three. Start, <laughs> Thank you. The false start PD backdoor pilot. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. That featured a lot of actors that did not, in fact, end up on PD. Yeah. Right, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay, I was just curious. Yeah, I was just curious. Was this show any of your first acting gigs? Uh, uh, well, well, I had a sock puppet the theater thing. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, I'm not bragging. It was pretty successful. Uh, I mean, I, I went to it once. Uh, and there were like nine people. Thank in the you. That was, was a good yeah, turnout. That was a good yeah. turnout. <laughs> I mean, I did. I worked in Chicago. Uh, I started. I graduated from Northern um, Illinois University, and I came out here in 2004. And I did eight, nine years of work in theaters for 75 bucks a week and like doing small shows and random non-union commercials yeah and the yeah, and then I, I slowly kind of worked my way up into the theater scene and then television kind of started to finally get more uh, more business started to come into the city and then I did a little stint on um, a very short-lived show called Chicago Code I was on prison break and then I did a show called Boss which was here in Chicago uh, that was on Stars, which Stolte was also a part of, um, and uh, that kind of got me. The, we were both on all three of those shows. Uh, yeah, well, Stolte, Stolte, legitimately, I think, has been in everything that has ever been done in Chicago since he's been an actor. <laughs> like it's like he's one of like I remember. I remember really, when I got my big. Dark Knight scene. Yeah, the only one that yeah, the only series that mattered. The yeah, Dark Knight. Yeah, no, not good in good that. Well, you know, because they were saving me for this. That's, that's, oh, that's, 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 thank you for patronizing. Um, <laughs> but yeah, like I mean, yeah, it's been. It, he's the one that worked the least. This guy got out of college, did a movie with George Clooney, and then another one, Richard Gere, and then came in and did our show. So well, he's also younger than me by half. Younger than you by ten, ten years. years. So, yeah, yeah he's never going to know what it's like to struggle. Yeah. <laughs> no, but you, you well, he's Russian, up. so he always knows what it's like. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to ask two more questions, and then we'll have time for selfies. Awesome, thank you. Okay. Yeah. People always ask, like, hey, how do I get to do what you do? And it's like, we all went to college. Like, I spent four yeah. years... Like, I had, like, student loans, like, for theater classes, you know what I mean? Like, there's something vaguely insulting. There's something <laughs> implicitly insulting when people come up and say, well, I want to do what you do. Because, it, 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 parenthetically, they're saying, it looks easy. Anybody yeah. can do it, right. you know? And then, in a way, you, you can't quite argue with it. Because, well, anybody could kind of do it. <laughs> <laughs> but, but go give it a try, and good luck. Yeah, good luck, you know? Hopefully it works out for What's coming up next on Chicago Fire? I am going to piss both you and you right on the mouth. Oh, um, okay. Not, right, not today. He's talking about all the show. Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, what is going to happen? The, the, I, I have a... I have a pretty good arc. Otis uh, gets injured, and um, in a pretty dramatic way. Yeah. And uh, and and we don't know what, and I don't know what uh, what his future holds on Chicago. But it does mean we'll have a piping hot brand new hunk on our show. Otis two point He's a looker too. Yeah. yeah. He's brown, so it makes me feel inferior. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and there you have it. That's the highlights from the Flaming Trio meet and greet at the Chicago Heroes event this past weekend. We hope you enjoyed hearing their answers. Make sure you check our feeds for all the rest of our coverage from the weekend in Chicago. So until next time, bye everybody.